Welcome, agents, to Strain 83-DCS of the Zero Point Report, the number one broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is Thursday, September 7th, 2023, and I'm Ocho, one of the hosts for this evening. With me tonight, we have Two-Ton Waffle. That's right, and you're not. I am not a waffle. <laughs> I try not to be. <laughs> I don't, want to, I don't want to steal your brand. And we have Jimmy the Rabbit. Hey. Hey. So we're currently hanging out in Agartha, um, as we as we normally do. Jimmy is uh, working on his uh, current run of a character. Yeah, I'm in Dark Agartha at the moment. You could go Why watch Jimmy's. You could, you, could, you could dual watch Jimmy's stream as well. Don't go away from our stream. Uh, you could dual watch Jimmy's stream as he is uh, going around the secret world, of course. He is streaming simultaneous because he is basically your the character that you're doing, you're doing nothing but streaming them. You're streaming everything. Yeah, this they character do. only gets played on stream. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't, the only days I've missed is when my family went on vacation. It was four days. But since May 1st, that's the only days I've missed. Okay. Inclu- including including when I flew to New York for work and back, I just streamed <laughs> early the one day and very late the, the second day when I came back. Say, where are you at now? I I'm assume you closed your own. What? <laughs> they said I'm way quieter. I don't know why that would be. Oh, probably. Yeah. It's just because my mic isn't as loud as the audio coming in from my uh i turned you up a little bit my end i don't yeah. i don't i don't think that i don't think that's the issue no because they didn't say that on our chat they probably said that in jimmy's chat yeah yeah i think it's i think it's on my side it's probably just my 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 chrome parts a lot louder somehow wonder i could probably adjust that actually let me cool. take time out of a timed Dark Agartha to go adjust this. Uh, I like that how on our side, uh, Waffle has Waffle has placed your stream in the upper right hand corner. Oh, nice! That's cool. That's very nice, dude. I love it. I got four minutes to kill Gatekeeper now, <laughs> and I don't have wings yet. Ooh, that might be a problem. I say, but yeah, you just posted. You're up to uh, 482 hours played. Uh, item power 1266 on your free-to-play Road to E17 character. On your 152nd stream. Yeah. <laughs> there were some days where I did two streams. So I did like a lunch hour stream and and then a regular one. Yeah, that's good numbers, man. Like I said, it makes you know, it makes me feel it makes me feel okay that it took at least took a while for you to get to where my IP level is at. Because I'm such a yeah. I'm such a game jumper personally. So um, same here. Say, I can do maybe one or two months, of one particular game, but oh, I, no, I need to jump around. Me, it's like it's not even worse. Like I like no, I, I, I have to like force days. myself to do it sometimes. Like, I'm going to give for 10 days and be like, nope, I want to play something else. healing. That's not good. I don't have two impairs. Hmm. I see him. 
I see him up there. Yeah, he healed up. That's not great for me. No. Although, maybe I'll hit him enough to actually get wings charged before this encounter ends. <laughs> maybe. I'll say, but if you're joining us in chat, thank you for doing so. Joining us on this on this Thursday night where we're actually... Hey, we could, we could we could actually get two shows in this month. How do we feel about that? We could do what now? We could get, we'd get two whoa, shows in whoa. this month. What? Whoa, 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 what? whoa. <laughs> Craziness. Let's, let's not get crazy with the cheese whiz <laughs> over here, okay? Hey, this is just the first week of September, okay? Oof. We got a couple try more not, weeks to go. Although we should we should have Equinox this month. We should. Uh, should. I did not put that in the notes, but it's true. We should have. Uh, we should have the equinox. Yes. I know this because my kid's looking forward to getting the sprint. Like, <laughs> it's all he wants. Nice. My kid just started kindergarten, so I have not started him into the into the secret world yet. What? Soon, right? Figure. I figure it's more like eight years old. Get him into it. I'll I'll start him with the you know. Well, like I'll teach my kids that this is what D and D is, and I'm just gonna give them like the the tabletop RPG book. Be like, this is what D and D is. He's gonna <laughs> learn that first. Oh my and they're god! are gonna be like, no, it's like high fantasy, and he's like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't take full he's, damage. He's also really into. Um, my wife's been watching Dimension Twenty. Uh, okay. Where they were like, playing D and D, and he started watching with her, and now he's like really into the idea of D and D. And I was like, you know, Secret World. Role-playing game is is coming. It's coming, coming yeah, soon. yeah. Because he's like, he's because he asked if he could have D and D for Christmas. <laughs> okay, I think it's really cool. I think because yeah, the concept of of just D and D in general has always been just collaborative storytelling, which is a it's just a cool practice. It really is. Like you know, uh, you get to hang out with you get to hang out with friends. You get to um, I don't know. Play other powerful people. It's fun, and the fact or you that you can go completely like off the wall crazy too. It. So, what's that? Or you can go completely off the wall crazy kind of characters. You absolutely can. Yeah. Or you can min max, or you can just basically be like, no, I'm creating like you know the most powerful character I can. Like you could go either way, and both both ways of play are just as valid as anything else. Yeah. Well, there are the few that are on the. Emo vampire, uh, werewolf, super villain that has an incredible backstory, but that's just power fantasy, man. Though. That's just you know. <laughs> I remember there was one time I went to a Renaissance fair out in Pennsylvania, but the Pennsylvania Renaissance fair. It's actually really good. It's one of the uh, um, one of the better ones I've been to, and it's out in out in Mount Hope Winery and Estate. So a it's on a winery. Which is a which is a great start for a, a Renaissance fair. Sure, but I remember one time it was like donate blood, and we'll give you like uh, a free entrance ticket or something like that. And I was like, you know, I haven't donated in a while. <laughs> Why do you want my blood? What the hell is this shit about? What are you gonna uh, do it with that? Like it was just like a you know, is, is business or pleasure? Yeah, sure. Why not? I could lose a pint and be okay. It'll make the alcohol I drink more effective. Listen, I was young <laughs> and it worked. So, but I remember I was like, I was sitting there waiting to be like one of the, one of the next ones to give blood. And there was a kid sitting next to me and he had also come to the Renaissance fair, but he came, he had like, he had like long hair 
and he had like giant like wolverine claws okay and it was sort of like i like turtles yeah, yeah. Sort of like sort of like sort of like super super nerd, like I'm gonna go to the Renaissance fair with like giant Wolverine claws. And it's just like I was like, I don't even I don't even know what the uh you know how how he came to that decision. But there was there was a process, there was a way there, and I didn't like, you know, hold it against him or anything like that because everyone there is a nerd to some extent, right? Like everyone there is, yeah, is nerdy. I, I used to be friends with a couple of there's a, a set of twins I went to high school with. Uh, They're guys, and they were super. <laughs> they wore a Superman. One of them wore a Superman costume to high school for no reason other than to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't a special day. Mm. It wasn't like a movie. Even like a movie was premiering or something. It was like I'm wearing a Superman costume today, <laughs> and just wore it to school. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Well, I can give you um, many reasons why you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, now it's like, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of reasons why you don't do that. But, um, but nonetheless, nonetheless, he, he was unfazed. I think they also had Star Trek outfits or uniforms, whatever you want to call them. But they were, uh, they were into it, man. So it's like just that, uh, but it was like that concept of like I'm going to go to the Renaissance Fair and I'm going to be I'm going to mm-hmm. be Wolverine. Like, okay, man, hey, it, we're all, we're all nerds here to a, to a certain extent, and so right, so creating a character in D and D that's just like I'm going to be this right this emo vampire that's gonna, you know, the tragic like, backstory. Yeah. <laughs> okay, man, you just want to be Batman? It's cool. <laughs> no, man, my Batman. parents weren't shot. It's they were knifed. <laughs> when in doubt, when in doubt, be Batman. You can't be yourself. I mean, what other way, you know? To, I'm actually you know, very surprised that, like, no one's been orphaning kids to see if they can make superheroes yet. How can we make this tragic? <laughs> Just tragic enough. Hey, Volmer, welcome. That's, that sounds like a, that does sound like a, like a Secret World sort of story. A secret organization that just kills kids' parents just to see how it happens. Yeah, I mean, that's like, if you look at every superhero, like their origin story is their parents died, right? Right. Like, they just do it with random animals. So they're like, okay, so this kid, we're going to kill his parents, but then make badgers, like, come out of the... <laughs> come, Badger come out man. Of the sewers. <laughs> so, so later on in life, well, no, he has I like just, this weird but heavy real life. I, asked, I asked my wife this question, like, literally earlier this week. I was like, I'm kind of, I was like, I'm kind of surprised. No one's uh, gone psycho off the rails and uh, and done this, and attempted to like see if they could make it happen in real life. Like people do enough other insane. Yeah, so it, there's enough insanity in the world where you're like, hmm, what if I try to be a superhero? <laughs> like, well, clearly someone's parents are gonna have to die. That's just the rules. Everyone knows that. <laughs> you need to traumatize them enough. To make that transition happen, and then traumatize them enough uh, so that they become a billionaire. No, so specifically, you, it's that's what I'm saying. There's, I'm, I'm surprised there's not just like a, a spat of like, 
rich parents getting killed as people try and make the next Batman. Very true. You gotta have, uh, by the way, have I'm that not encouraging event. that activity. Just FYI. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're not saying it. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't. We don't. Uh, we condone if you if you we're just, have we're those just surprised thoughts. it hasn't happened yet. It's true. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like, you know, hey, who says it hasn't happened? You know, some rich kids' parents uh, uh, get off in, in an alleyway after going seeing a movie or a play in a sketchy neighborhood for some odd reason. Yeah. There are lots of <laughs> plays held in those... sketchy neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah, I think that part is a little <laughs> sus, actually. It's like, yeah, let's let's go to like this 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 playhouse that's Broadway in the middle of like. Yeah, no, I, can, let's go see, I can see that happening see in Lava New York City. New York City yeah. is like one street over. It's like, you know. Death Street or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't you don't have to go far. I feel like it used to be that like back in the eighties and early nineties, but it was like on Broadway. You'd have like I don't know the um the 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 Olive Garden in Times Square, and then also in Times Square you'd also have like the um the strip clubs and whatnot, like still like right there. Yeah, Gotham is literally another name for New York City. I thought. And this is weird. I thought Gotham in the uh, Batman universe, in the in the DC universe, uh, was actually like around like like it, it's New York City, but its location was actually more like Atlantic City. Well, it's, it was the, like all the high rises is kind of like you know the dingy part because Metropolis is pretty much on the other side of the river, and it was like the the bright city of the future is Metropolis, while Gotham is like ugh redheaded stepchild i don't those aren't actually that close because gotham's the good one compared to bloodhaven <laughs> bloodhaven's the shit one gotham's okay the redhead stepchild is gotham and the good son <laughs> is oh yeah yeah the, the yeah bomber it's like yeah it takes its name from from new york city absolutely and it takes its it's whatever from new york city in relation well to actually in comic book depictions, the exact distance between Gotham and Metropolis has varied over the years, with the cities usually being within driving distance of each other. The two cities are sometimes portrayed as twin cities on opposite sides of the Delaware Bay, with Gotham in New Jersey and oh. Metropolis in Delaware. I found a map of this shit, like, earlier this year or something. Someone made a map where they, like, tried to fit everything together, including, like, um... Oh, God, what's the Flash's city? Oh, Star City. Yeah, including like Star City, like all, all the major ones. There's a map. Someone someone did put a lot of work into uh, trying to figure out. Well, I remember like especially the Arrowverse uh, shows. It was like Star City was uh, is quite a wide, uh, ways away from where like uh, Oliver Queen, that city. I forget the name of it. It was like maybe Everyone a good few hours game. drive. Yeah. I found a good picture here. For some, I'm going to send it to you. How do you, how do you, how do you want to send this to you? But uh, it was one of those, oddly enough, something my wife and I were discussing one time, and I went Googling and and found a pretty good a pretty good map of that shit. I, like, I found a, uh, what looks to be a, a map on the, on the Wikipedia from who knows what. Amazing World of DC Comics number 14, March 77, where they place Gotham City like across from atlantic city yeah in new jersey but in like like i know new jersey 
there's nothing down there on Delaware Bay. There's like that's like there is uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> that's like near uh, Cape May. It's Gotham City. Well, I think because some of it, remember, like Gotham City had the whole um, like bootlegging tunnels for the boats and shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's like a harbor. I don't know. I something about like its other aspects, like is, yeah, and putting it on, putting it in that part of New Jersey, puts it on the puts it on the Delaware Bay, so it has a big harbor, and so does yeah. Metropolis. Hey, yeah, because Gotham does have an actual harbor. You have um, uh, the gangs, Falcone. I think Falcone owned or uh, controlled that that area. Pretty much controlled a lot of places in Gotham. Mm. Different architecture. I don't oh, it has a very the architecture uh, stays the same, but well, it's, it's more like I mean, gothic. Yeah, I was gonna say gothic. Yeah, that's how I would describe it. It's very like you know gargoyles and giants oh, like falcons on top of. Buildings. I mean, even in uh, was those uh, like the Batman Robin or, but that the, is the, the thing campy with type is like they're still they very gothic looking. They, they just keep writing and reinventing them though, so like it, it's they true. do get rendered like five billion different ways over the years. Yeah, so nothing is nothing is ever canon per se, except for maybe the name. Like it's canon for as long as it's canon until it's not canon <laughs> yeah yeah until they're just like now nah, we're gonna change it for something else that's why that's why over time i've learned to take to take canon just as a concept not well, as serious yeah as it's very it loose it's more like guidelines yeah it's like you can either be really strict to canon or you can create like a really good story and rarely do the two like fully intersect that's what, that's what i mean by like comics so it doesn't make sense because the, the comic book publishers don't even adhere to their own thing you know what i mean so like you Mm -hmm. can't have canon because the canon isn't (laughs) even what's canon has been contradicted so many times so i thought yeah here i thought it was gotham was like oh it's gonna be around atlantic city i don't expect it to be like on delaware bay distinct metropolis is just in delaware just baltimore not maryland distinct lack of zeppelins Led Zeppelins. Hey, Scratch. Howdy, howdy. Mr. Fandango. We need, yeah, definitely need more. Yeah, Zeppelins. there was. Yeah, in Batman the anime, anime series, there is Zeppelins. Oh, that's what that means. So it's like, what is abbreviation? Is that? Be- was he trying to say, well, he tried to say bats? <laughs> bats got that. just a bad spelling. <laughs> like, Mulvary, you need a little Change out your autocorrect. Vomer is on such close terms with Batman. They call them Bats. <laughs> Mr. Bats is my father. My friend Bats. <laughs> no, yes, that that means the animated series. Yeah, it makes sense now that it's, yeah. the Waffle said it. But I, <laughs> I didn't grasp it when I first saw it. I know these young people and their um, acronyms. Kids today. Kids. I'm actually I'm actually really bad with acronyms, which is not great considering that most MMO players use like acronyms <laughs> all the damn time. Fifty billion acronyms. Yeah. NP. That was an acronym. It was. Just so you know. Yeah, it was <laughs> NP is for no problem. No problem. But like I remember I remember I had trouble <laughs> with it even back in like the days of playing like Warcraft. It'd be like, oh, we're doing H C F 
PD. I'm like, I don't even know. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> I love I love how like we have two letter abbreviations for like most stuff in Secret World, except yep. City of the Sun God, which is C T O S G. You spend more time trying to decipher it. You're like, what C what? See that one I can get. That would like the longer the acronym is, the easier I can get. Maybe I said Well, someone's like, oh, we're just doing HF. I'm like, like, what the hell's HF? That's hell fallen. That's easy. It's hell fallen, yeah. But it takes me it takes me way too long to figure it out. I would have said DC DCAU. DC animated universe. But I don't actually recall if Gotham is still the same as it was in Batman the Animated Series. I did I didn't know you were such a uh, aficionado. This is actually a topic I know nothing about. <laughs> well, very little. Your theme. Turn in your card, sir. Ah. Turn in your card. Turn your key, sir. What can I say? Comic comics is one of the things that just uh, just passed me by. Well, it's also, I mean, if you're like living and breathing, you got to be like totally dedicated. That thirteen hours a day. It changes so much from like section to section within the same series. It's like, oh, it's like the new, I, I know it's like the new 52. And then after that is like something else. And it's just like completely changes. <laughs> I, love, every- I love this, this, the, the arc where booster gold <laughs> saves the multiverse with a touchdown pass. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. Like props to them for, for like, for yes. doing that. Yes. It was hilarious. That that happened back when I was still working at a comic store. No, I know Booster Gold's always doing nonsense, but the new fifty, I think it was new fifty two, when they did like the the fifty two worlds and stuff, and they had like I think Mister Mind was the ended up being the the villain or something, but like this huge year long like multi title across the whole publishing spectrum for DC. And the finale is like a multi-page spread of Booster Gold throwing a touchdown pass <laughs> that like puts I think Skeets is like in is like in the football through like a wormhole or something, and that like undoes everything and beats and beats my like it's fucking hilarious. You're like sure, why like, not? Whole deal, like year why not? long. Like, you had to buy every title coming out to follow the goddamn story, right? Like, that's why they do those things, by the way, is to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have people that just in. buy, like, a, a particular title, and they do the crossover events to, like, get those numbers up, right? Because now mm-hmm. the guy that only buys Superman is going to buy the other ones, because you need to see the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. But to do all of that <laughs> and have the finale be... Booster Gold touchdown pass was fucking amazing, and we had like one customer. This guy, like, I, he didn't. I don't think he called the touchdown pass, but he called who the who the villain was going to be. Which like, no one, no one had was like had any idea it was going to be that stupid worm dude. I think it's like a Shazam villain. Okay, sure. Like that's beyond my ken. Yeah, beyond your that goes on my uh, my knowledge. Is it is it beyond your Barbie as well? Beyond my Barbie as well. <laughs> you can say it's beyond the veil. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Ooh. oh, call back. Got him. Very nice, sir. I was, was, I was, I was playing that in my, in my head. I'm like, should I go with it? Yeah, why the hell not? Let's go with it. 
<laughs> Agar Agartha Red, Defiled. Uh, so okay. AD. Yeah. We no one ever called it AD that I recall. There was just five years. I might have been, someone might have called it Agartha Defiled. I never remember anyone using the acronym AD, though, is what I was saying. What was the acronym um, in the in Secret World for the, like, doing all the bosses? Doing, like, a, like, getting a group to do all the bosses in a row? You did, you did like, 12s, 18s, 24s? Yes. That thoroughly yeah. confused me for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who wants to go for 18s? Yeah, <laughs> which literally just means 18s or 24s. Like, yeah, the, all all that number was was the number of bosses. So 12s was just like yeah. two dungeons because six and six, right? And like four dungeons was 24s. Mm -hmm. But I think 18s was 18s because you skipped certain bosses. I'm pretty sure. I have no We just called that shit Eidolon. I, I don't remember I don't remember anyone calling Eidol that thing anything other than Eidolon. The corpse Yeah, Island. but 18s wasn't like 18s all the time. It would be like yeah, 15s or something or 17s. But I was also never a uh, a real big dungeon player in the first place. So it's, it's just that just blew me by, but sometimes it'd be like, what? yeah, oh, you know, how did that not HR, blah blah blah, and I was like, I don't, I don't even know, I don't, I don't even know. Some people always noped out for the machine tyrant, poor machine tyrant. Yeah, well, because that thing was really sh exceptionally shitty when when your computer couldn't see the the reticles. I remember when I finally got a new computer, and when, and it was like, oh wait, these things just don't spawn under your feet. You can see them coming. What? <laughs> because <laughs> like, literally like i always died to them because by the time my computer rendered the circle it was under my feet and i was like how the mm. fuck are you supposed to dodge these they're just on top of you get good noob yeah get a good computer is what that means <laughs> as soon as i got a new computer and i could see them rendering in i was like dancing between them i was like this shit's easy what the hell you're like whoa Sadly, that was actually, I knew some other people were like, people gave them shit about being like, you know, not great at the game. And it w actually mm -hmm. wasn't them at all. It was literally just their hardware was too old. Mm -hmm. And uh, couldn't, they they just couldn't see things happening. Which causes you to die a lot. So I always have that story of, um, it was after one, one Beyond the Veil episode. Since you mentioned it, I'm going to bring back. Uh, beyond the veil it was after one of those episodes that it was uh when they still had like the the giant bosses in uh in the in the regular game world mm -hmm. and i remember there was one in i believe i believe it was besieged farmlands that like uh all of us on the show were like oh let's go do that one it's like okay so we all jumped to do that one and they they famously were were powerpoint presentations they were uh because there are so many people all in one concentrated spot and the problems with the engine and everyone's loading everyone's everything that it spent so much time that all you had to do was just sort of get in there and just try to get a couple of hits in sometimes because that's all you could see. <laughs> and uh, I remember one time on my screen, the boss was killed. And I believe in my PC, which is actually probably still the P same PC I'm using right now, uh, was good enough to handle it, and it was just fine. And, and so, you know, we, we downed the boss, and everything was okay. And then, I, I think it was on... 
was it on Griff's computer at the time or maybe someone else's, but like the same boss that we were killing wasn't dead for another like three or four minutes. There was like such yeah. a disparity between <laughs> when the boss actually died and when they actually saw it die. Because it was so it was so far apart from each other. Yeah, because I remember those slideshow events as well where you walk in and you're pretty much like spamming just like your first uh just your builder, yeah. Yeah, it's just a builder. <laughs> just in case it's like I, I at least I needed to get the tag on it. <laughs> yeah, just get it just get a hit, just get a hit in, couple of hits in. Can't see can't see most of his big attacks, but whatever. Just next just thing you know, you're like in. halfway across the area because you got like knocked back and you're dead. Yeah. Like just just let it just let it go. Yep. But I thought I thought that was that was funny. They'd be like, and dead. And it's like, wait, what are you talking about? Like the same boss that you're standing next to me? <laughs> <laughs> were you fighting a different boss? Yeah, were you fighting something else? Like, no, you're standing right next to me. It's like, oh, it just it just ended for me. I'm like, okay. Like, well, I could have told you the outcome anyway. Yeah, I was, I was, yes, all that that's was way, like always a kind of a shit show. That's the way. That's the way it was. Uh, so people liked it for some reason, but yeah, whatever floats your boat. Listen, it was still fun. Yeah, no, was, <laughs> I'm, I'm not it saying was, it wasn't fun. It was just, it was there that's was a, plenty the, of times it wasn't exactly fun. No, no I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> when you just suddenly just keeled over from, who knows? What, who knows what hits you? Yeah. You didn't see it coming. So we do have news for the secret world, believe it or not. Uh, two two things. I want to point out for the secret world. The tabletop RPG update number 34 was uh, put out by Star Anvil Studios' Ross Watson on September 2nd. I said his name weird. Ross Watson says, Greetings, you wonderful human beings. Star Anvil Studios is very pleased to say that we've received a ton of positive feedback about the raw PDF of the manuscript for the core rulebook. So glad you guys are enjoying the lore and mechanics for the RPG. Uh, layout progress. The core rulebook is currently undergoing layout. We'll let you know once we get everything set up for the final PDF, but it is underway. More double-checking the process, and it looks like the book may be a bit bigger, meaning more pages than we originally estimated. We will definitely keep you posted. Uh, editing progress. All the stretch goals are fully edited. Our editor, Jess Medbury, has been awesome to work with, and she's knocked out all the text like a true professional. Basically, everything is done being edited, and we can cross this one off the to-do list. Art progress. Most of the art is done. The layout process may reveal some areas where we need a few additional pieces to really make the book look sharp, but the process is well on its way, and we are not anticipating any problems. We are planning to show off some more completed artwork at the end of the month. See below. And stay tuned. We are planning another update this month, aiming for the last Saturday of the month and sticking to the last Saturday going forward for the most part. So stay tuned. We will have more info for you on the progress of the project. Once again, thank you all so much for helping us make this project go from idea to reality. And we're very excited to get the final PDFs ready for you to enjoy. So they're well on their way. Uh, our last uh, our last episode, we, we talked to them. We had them on the show discussing all about the raw PDF. And yeah, there's uh, there's been there's been a lot of comments I've seen, but uh, overall still po relatively positive stuff. I haven't seen too much really negative. I'm sure there's the inevitable like didn't understand it's a raw whatever and freaks out. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like the people that get into like alpha testing, mm-hmm. and they're like, "This shit sucks, dude." You join the alpha. <laughs> what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I say, yeah. Farmer says they have a heap of feedback ready for him. Yeah, I haven't heard when um when they're saying like, okay, because they asked, they were like, they're like, don't freak out, don't like you know, like bombard us with feedback. Maybe I should ask him that and he'd be like, hey, when do you when when do you, when is it okay to give you guys feedback? When do you want to know? They originally layout. said to wait till they have the layouts done. They're right. Yes. I mean that and makes the layout sense. is going. I feel I feel like it's gonna be hard to see. <laughs> Also, I have a feeling a lot of stuff might get adjusted during layouts. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of just makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're going to lay it out, things might get tweaked or formatted or changed. So, Like, even when I felt like I was reading it, it, there seemed a lot of, like, duplicate information. Like, stuff was said multiple times. Like, the same things. So, it's like, yeah, I can see them in layout basically trimming that down. Right, because now you're going to be arranging it and going, well, wait, I don't need this, or, mm-hmm. or we can, you know, we want to put a bad ass picture over there, here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other news: Carrie Walgren is going to be a College Station Comic Con this weekend. This popped up because, hey, Carrie Walgren, can't go wrong. Uh, they say, hey, Texas, looking forward to seeing you all this weekend at College Station Comic Con. You bring cool stuff to sign, and I'll bring coffee. See you soon. And in a video she posted at the same time, uh, she's mentioned she's like, oh, I'm going to have all kinds of different characters for you to sign like this, like some anime character. I don't know all of her, all of her work, but uh, like some anime character from this, something from uh, like Rick and Morty, something from something else. And she did not mention Kirsten Geary. I was going to say you should probably should have led with in case anyone doesn't know. Uh, you're talking going about. to this convention. <laughs> that That is that I'm just saying you probably should have led with. That's KG for the people that maybe don't know the name. Um, the, yes. <laughs> also true. Yes. Carrie Walgren, who voices Kirsten Geary. Yes. There you go. True. Um, I mean, we like we know, like, I know, like, Vollmer yes. knows, but like, it's not true. everyone that's a fan of even of Kirsten Geary necessarily knows who the voice actor is, right? Like, we try, I, at least I try to make it a point to. To follow follow all the voice actors and see what else they're doing, and for certain stuff like this, like oh, they're gonna be at a comic con. Like if that was like if you know, I'm not anywhere near Texas, but uh, if I was closest, I'd be like, I am absolutely going. And eventually, to be like, you know, hey, if I could bring like the, the, the bring the tabletop RPG book for Secret World and have Carrie Walgren sign it, like yo, that's a uh, that's premier swag right there. I still have a shrink wrapped. The Secret World DVD. Not bad. <laughs> I can have that give that sign, this pose. Yeah. By somebody sometime. I think Kalani sent me that. See, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I have a lot of sw- I have a lot of Secret World stuff, but I'm not sure if I have anything like signable. Maybe like the I never hmm? bought a physical copy. I just had it through Steam, but I, I got sent one. I wonder what I would have. Hmm. Oh, I missed the platform damn it maybe the pin maybe like the the pin case i don't know but i think that's cool that she's going to a convention and how cool would that be to be like be like oh carrie walgren voice of kirsten geary could you sign something kirsten you bring you bring a nickelback cd amazing (laughs) (laughs) i I would do that 
I would 100% do that if I was like, anywhere you sign this And also this Nickelback CD. She'll be like, what the heck are you doing? She's like, I'll you sign it. She doesn't remember voicing a line about feeding you liquid, liquefied kittens and making you listen to Nickelback for eternity. She's got to remember that line. She might. She might. It's true. That would be hilarious. Be like, you know, also, that line. It should be like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> like the most, security? most recent. I think that's the most recent line, probably. Or one of the most recents. Is it? Is that like, like a South that, Africa line? Yeah, it's South Africa. Hmm. It's when, it's when they show up. The faction leader shows up at the Garthwell. So okay, yes, yeah, so that would be. Not, if it's not the most recent, like there might be some lines after that, like when you beat it or something, but like, yeah, yeah, definitely like the most recent work she would have done on the game is from, from there. That's such a killer so line. Might, so she, so she might remember be like, yes, I know that line. It's, it's ingrained in my brain. Now this guy in a top hat made me say, it. uh, other games, in the Funcom portfolio, Dune Spice Wars. The official on their official Twitter account, they announced that uh, Dune Spice Wars will be releasing out of early access and officially launching into version 1.0 on September 14th. Uh, a bit of notables from the FAQ: How much will it cost? So the current price for the game is uh, 29.99, but will rise to 34.99 upon the launch out of early access. So if you buy it before then, it's going to be uh, $5 cheaper. Uh, how big will the download be? The game client is likely to be around 4 gigabytes, which is itty-bitty these days. Yeah, right? it fit that on a USB stick. I'm actually very, like, uh, um, like I love old-school games because part of the old-school old school games was that they had to they were uh, constricted by the media itself. They're constricted by the floppy disks. When you started getting into CDs, they started to be like, you know, there's a little constriction there of the CDs, but it was mostly like the, in the days of like floppy disk. And it was like, how much could they put onto the floppy disks? Because you had hard limits. Yeah. Even oh. when you started going with multiple floppy disks, you still had I was gonna say, hard limits. It's like, how many disks can you fit inside a box that can fit yeah. on a shelf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was how, how many disks, because each disk cost uh, cost you to produce it a lot more. So you had to be, so there was very heavy restrictions, and they just became, um, like, so creative about how they were able to fit, like, as, like, bigger and bigger games onto onto relative floppy drive sizes. And so sometimes it always impresses me when uh, when someone can put out a game and have it like stay under like, you know, five or six gigabytes. And you're like, there's so much in this game and the package is relatively small compared to what everything else is. That's what she said. Oh, Ouch. so like when they're coming out with this, it's like, OK, it's four gigabytes, like four gigabytes is it's it's tiny. Like it's, that's tiny enough where you install it. And you have it on your hard drive, and you have no reason to ever get rid of it. Because you never think like, oh, I need to free up space of four gigabytes. No, it's you always need to free up space of like 50 gigabytes. That's why I've had like um, uh, hide, and, hide and Shriek on my drive forever. And it's just not leaving. Because it's actually, that game is uh, has always it's 3.14 gigabytes. Which I always thought it's had tiny. to be on purpose. Oh, 3.14. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 
3.14 apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> like it's always been uh exactly 3.14 gigabytes and I'm like, how, that is that on purpose? It feels like it's on purpose. They're like we could add more to it, but it would ruin that. So, I so I'm always impressed when they're capable of doing that. Cuz it feels it feels like like an homage to when that was like the standard. Uh, on average, how long will one game last? Does it depend on the faction you have chosen? They say, depending on your strategy and the chosen difficulty. For a newer player, games can generally last up to two to three hours. That being said, with much of our community now fully familiar with the game, we've seen this go as low as 30 to 45 minutes. How many houses are available to play? Upon release, there will be six factions available to play with House Atreides, House Harkonnen, House Carino, the Freeman, the Strugglers, and the new addition for 1.0, House Ekaz? Ekaz? I don't know how to pronounce that. Rounding out the roster. Each faction has their own playstyles, traits, strengths, and weaknesses, lending a unique flavor to each match based on which faction you choose. Uh, is there a campaign? The game features Conquest Mode, which acts as a campaign for Dune Spice Wars. In Conquest, players take up the control of one of the major houses. Uh, and fight through a number of unique scenarios and situations that will encourage them to utilize every system at their disposal in order to progress. With procedural maps and scenarios, random perks and challenges, famous characters and houses, and a different experience every time you play, Conquest offers unprecedented, unprecedented levels of replayability and immersion into the Dune universe. Uh, is Dune Spice Wars a movie adaptation or a book adaptation? They say Dune Spice Wars is not a direct adaptation of any one singular source. It is our envisioning of this universe and its characters, so certain aspects may differ from how they are portrayed in particular sources. While we try to focus on the books first and foremost, we have drawn inspiration from numerous sources, such as the board games, movies, TV shows, and extended Dune universe in the design for the game. Uh, have you taken any inspiration from previous Dune games for this title? They say we've played all the Dune video games, Dune 1 and Dune 2 especially, and all board games as well, so there will be some influence. That said, Dune Spice Wars is very much its own game with a unique take on the struggle for the con or for the control of Arrakis. So nice. They're finally coming out of early access. And I it's still about have time. yet to really play it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't the played it in fun. a while either. Yeah. But I was sort of I was sort of waiting for them to have a campaign because they promised that when it first launched. They're like, we're gonna have a campaign mode, we're gonna have a campaign mode. So their campaign is basically this conquest mode. Mm -hmm. okay. So now they got that out and they're releasing with 1.0. Now, now I can see giving it a real shot. I mean, that's what I did with the was it Conan on Conan Unconquered. Unconquered, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And that was basically like, what was What was that campaign like? It was probably like this. It, it's just you going through different maps, right? It's just that there's yeah. some kind of like, narrative that gives you a reason to do the next one yeah well didn't like didn't they mean, released like, like pages of the uh of the comic or something oh maybe yeah it might have unlocked some stuff but i mean yeah. even the app itself or like the mission right had some kind of like you're going you know, like you you did this now you're advancing on this territory for whatever reason right mm -hmm. so there was there was some kind of some kind of narrative rather than just I'm going to play a map just to play a map, right? Like, mm -hmm. although realistically, you're just playing the map to play the map. It's yeah. just giving you, it's giving you the barest of like, you know, excuses. <laughs> to like... yeah. 
get if you get the next one, you get the next dot on the map showing that you went forward. <laughs> but realistically, that's sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, like, so, sometimes, yeah, you don't need if much. It, be like if the number goes up. Fun enough to do, then just giving you a way to see that that what you did somehow progressed. You, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's literally just dots on a on a map, we won this mm-hmm. battle, so we've advanced into this region now. Like, okay, cool. You know, Which really, when it, to, like, when it comes when it comes to RTSs mechanics. and procedural RTSs, yeah, sometimes that's that's all you can do. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all like that. That's all basically like the original Warcraft was. Was they didn't even put real much story into the actual maps themselves. They just sort of had like a a, a scroll at the beginning of being like, "Hey, here's what you're gonna do." And Dude, the very that was... first Warcraft, I very first Warcraft, mm-hmm. I uh, played like the demo for like a few minutes. Okay. Could figure it out and then left uninstalled. Had nothing to do with it for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had never run across a game that had like fog of war before. Oh yeah. And I was like, why is everything pitch black? And I walked a few <laughs> spaces, and then something killed me. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. And I was like, was out. Done. Like, I had no frame of Done. reference for that style hmm. of game and like what you needed to do. Yeah. And I, I was just completely like what the fuck is this and mm-hmm. so i think a couple of years later and I, I had played like command and conquer by then or something like i had a little more familiarity with the style of game and then i came back and i played the shit out of warcraft and warcraft 2 and starcraft and that shit but mm-hmm. i still remember my very first experience was the lone little dude in this pitch black with this patch of grass and drum and i walked a few steps and then something just killed me that i walked into <laughs> I never even <laughs> built like the first little house farm, first farm or, anything. or something. Yeah, yeah, nothing. All I just right. died in the darkness. I'm like, this is this is <laughs> annoying as fuck. I'm out, I'm done. And right, and then as soon as they died, like the darkness just came and like swept them back over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but again, like I just hadn't ever played a <clears throat> game of a, of a similar style. So yeah. I, never, I didn't. I didn't understand like the fog of war concept, where like you have to explore to like uncover the map, mm-hmm. and then you need to do it carefully at first, <laughs> and not just wander off in a direction. <laughs> not not just take your uh, your collectors and just shove them into <laughs> into whatever. I didn't even have coll- I had one guy. I had yeah. one guy, <laughs> and then just like insta died. And that was that game was hard too. Like, uh, well, maybe not so much the base game. I remember, like, that was in the time when expansions were, like, actually very difficult. Yeah. So like, I remember, oh, like, what, I think it was the Warcraft you more, it means you want it to be harder. <laughs> That's how that yeah. was translated. They're like, oh, you want extra levels? Here you go. And they, like, beat the crap out of you in those levels. But beating them felt yeah. so good. Well, I think the, assum- the assumption was not that you wanted more of the same. It was like, oh... That wasn't it hard enough for you. Yeah. If you want more, you must also you must want hard. It's not just that you wanted more. The the uh, the um, the uh, the thought process was if you beat all those, that must have been too easy, mm-hmm. right? It was like they yeah because even in the 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 beginning of the game they went up in difficulty so they were like oh so if you want more levels above our hardest difficulty, the hardest map. 
what we can give you just keep going up yeah okay what game did i play i think wing commander i think i played the the original wing commander and like those were those are pretty tricky missions uh, to begin with, because well, you were working with a very, very basic system of flight, uh, but also like, so, so the difficulty there was just sort of you know maneuvering the actual mechanics of the game itself. But then the expansion was just like, nope, we're just go, we're just gonna beat the crap out of you. And I, I tried playing like the first couple missions of the expansion, and it was after like my like thirtieth or fortieth attempt to beat like the third mission of the expansion. I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Like I tried. I tried. That's a lot. I tried. Never give up. Never surrender. I was like, I'm just I'm just not good enough. Like Rathor's hammer. Did you use the console? I don't I don't know. Did you use the console? I was like, what do you what do you mean by console? In this instance, because I believe it was released on Nintendo. Maybe you just need to be consoled. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did I use the right? Did I use the console? <laughs> like I just, I just needed someone to console me after. <laughs> That's right. After somebody failing. come over and be like, "You tried, man. You tried. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> get some, get some Ted Lasso up in here. Someone to be like, "You tried, but you could, you could do better. Come on, you could do better." I'm like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> You're all, nope, I was right the first time. <laughs> That's right. All right, 50 tries later, and I'm like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. I'm out of practice. I'd have to restart the game from the beginning to even get myself back into practice. He's like, you're right. I'll just move on to I'll just move on to Wing Commander 2. There's like seven Wing Commanders. It's fine. Hey, Sharky. Howdy, howdy. Hey, hey, hey. Hello there. I also forgot Ocho. I'm here. Guy in the top. He's the top. Sharky94, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the show. Well, you two are the, really the only ones streaming right now. I'm well, not streaming. So well, I... this, is, this is the only streaming I'm doing right now. <laughs> Wing Commander Two. I think you mispronounced Privateer. <laughs> I love Privateer. Privateer is an excellent game. That's funny. Privateer is basically like what um, Star Citizen is essentially modeled offer, uh, mo modeled after. What are we talking about? We derailed horribly. Of course, as we, we usually do. Yeah, we're very <laughs> consistent in that. Like I haven't, I, I should really go back to it, but I, I beat Privateer and I'm still working through the Privateer um, expansion. Now, Privateer, Privateer is excellent. It's like, what's the, what's the game? Elite Dangerous. It's like Elite Dangerous, but Elite Dangerous, basically you either focus on combat or you focus on like trading. And Wing Commander Privateer, you basically do both simultaneously. And it's like, that's that's a lot more fun, actually. <laughs> You're like, I can trade and beat up a whole things, like beat up a whole bunch of, uh, of other ships simultaneously. Hey, where do I sign up? Uh, talking man. of derailing 300 hours on on uh, um, BG3, BG. Wait, hold uh, on. Baldur's Gate. There you go. Let me let me check. Up my free time. Let me check my my hours. Are you playing it too? This is why I'm not sleeping. Because I'm doing this run and... I'm and at, Baldur's Gate? I'm at 183 hours in Baldur's Gate 3. Nice, dude. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. It's awesome. It's one of the games that I'm actively I'm, avoiding watching people I'm play. I'm actually on my second playthrough. Okay. That's how it was when the, uh, the early access of Starfield 
was released on the first. I'm like, I'm not watching anything. I'm not watching nope. any streams. Nope. I'm, I'm like immediate blackout. I, fi- I find myself like that's, but that's the way I handle most games that it's sort of like, I want to play it in the future or I want to play it. Like, you know, I don't, I don't own uh BG three yet, or I don't own Starfield yet, but it's like, I want to play it in the future and I don't want to be spoiled about anything about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm avoiding streams of people playing it. There is a really cool video that you should see though. Okay. But it's not, really spoilery but okay. it's a four it's four halflings just doing crazy bullshit <laughs> oh like i think i've heard of that <laughs> crazy bullshit throwing <clears throat> each other across like throwing each other as weapons at enemies throwing enemies okay. at enemies what like, is it like four halfling barbarians or something mm-hmm. and they're just <laughs> like they <laughs> They get improvised with weapon explosion I've ever yeah. seen. It must have melted someone's goddamn computer. Fantastic. But yeah, it's just it's just them doing like really dumb, like shit. It, it's really funny, and I, I, yeah, nothing in it's like like really like spoiler, story spoiler. I try to combine those two words together, and it doesn't work. Spoiler, story spoiler, spoilery. <laughs> yeah, it's not spoilery. It's a add that to the vocabulary. <laughs> I'm just trying to be more efficient with my time. See. I just may just compound the words. Spory. Oh, with the Starfield, it's like um. Stop I've also stories. been playing No Man's Sky. Okay, yeah, that's been that's been a fun, fun. No Man's uh, Sky. Adventure. I, I I like No Man's Sky too, but No Man's Sky actually, and I just learned this recently. No Man's Sky does have sort of like a like it does, has a Secret World vibe to it. In a way, it's very much a, um, like cosmic horror sort of situation going on in No Man's Sky. And I found this out. Before No Man's Sky launched, they had an ARG, just like Secret World has had, done by Allison Smith. The same people who have done ARGs for Secret World. And the ARG for No Man's Sky was essentially like uh, how it like started on Earth as basically a giant simulation. And it was like basically this these AI simulations and it was supposed to be like a simulated universe. Mm. And so that's how basically the story of, uh, or the ARG for um, for No Man's Sky started as. Done by Allison Smith. So it's like, oh, okay. Sort of a, sort of a tie there. Interesting. But yeah, no, I, I like, I like, uh, um, I like No Man's Sky a lot. Are you playing through the expedition? No, I just uh, started back when my character has been like, because um, I just really had just got started in it. Okay. I think about a year or two ago. Okay. And it just dropped off, and then now I'm getting back into it again. Just- well, let me tell you, expeditions are basically their way of of uh, allowing new characters to really come in and get like a a whole bunch of stuff from a. Uh, from a a more directed level of play through the game, okay. And then once you finish the expedition, then you start getting all like the the main quests and whatnot, like the like the normal game does. Yeah. I so guess... if you haven't played in a long in a long time, it's actually good to start an expedition with a new character. Okay, I'll definitely look into that because I was as I was trying to do um, this one mission, trying to get this mineral. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to get it? Because he's like, oh, you need a mineral extractor, whatever it's called. I'm like. Where the hell is that? I'm looking online, like, yeah. oh, oh, it's easy. It's like, you, just, you should have got it in like the first minute of playing. I'm like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, come on now. Yeah. I was like, oh, there it is. This actually, I did have it. Was it? Was it in your daily login rewards? Maybe. <laughs> no, it's in my inventory. <laughs> Boom. Got him. <laughs> Got him. What, what is you this? You get your daily drop. Dailies. What? <laughs> what? No, what no man's guy doesn't have daily drops. You could do like a um. You could send like your freighters out to 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 get stuff for you, and those are like eight hour missions or so. But yeah, that's, that's about the closest thing they got. But I'm actually having a lot of fun because I'm the difference. I I miss like the uh, the traveling aspect of No Man's Sky in Starfield. Okay, it, it's not the same. It's Bethesda game because it's not. It's, it's, it's instanced. Like you can't go from like orbit down to planet surface. Say so, okay, uh, land here. Then it's a cutscene and then that's it it's sort of in, in no man's sky it actually is sort of instanced in a way they just yeah. make the um the transitions it's really smooth. smooth yeah really smooth now i can't say too much about starfield because i've only played about two and a half hours of it okay with three I mean, crashes I've heard, <laughs> I've heard relatively good things I, i've heard two relatively good hours, things about starfield dead game dead game <laughs> <laughs> well it is for me i can't I, I the only way i can play it is streaming it through the edge i like the game pass streaming that's the only way i can play it i have it on my system and it crashes like after mm. 10 15 minutes and it's totally random i'd be like walking all sudden it just freezes up crash desktop mm. all right start it back up have to go back from where my last save point is do it again crash after 10 15 minutes <laughs> Right, and you're and I, I commented. I was like, "What a Bethesda game having know, bugs? Right? What?" And I was streaming it last night. I'm like, "Oh, that's first time getting into it. I can actually play for a couple hours." I was like, three, maybe four hours. Hour and a half into the stream, I'm like, "I'm done. I can't do this." Because at the last, the last crash was like a complete system crash. Mm, I'm like, "I can't do this anymore." Because <laughs> I'm getting pissed off. I'm like, this is the sucking the joy out of the game. I look or over a year wanting to play this. I'm like, damn it. Say, well, I would say hopefully they fix it, but simultaneously, you know, there are still bugs in every Bethesda game. Mm -hmm. Skyrim came out like what, twelve years ago? And there are still bugs in that they're like, Nope, we don't care. We'll we'll let yeah. the community Dude, create the horse patches. punching is amazing <laughs> in that game. <laughs> What's that? I said the horse punching is amazing in that game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I had, like, I, last year I had the same issue. We're playing Fallout seventy six, punching it, horses. Well, that no punching <laughs> horses. <laughs> Just crashing to desktop or crashing the system. I'm like, well, it, it was like it was almost. It felt like it pretty much. I have to wait a year when I start a game and then when I can actually enjoy it. So we see you. We see you hanging out on the other side of Agartha over there, Freeborn. I see you. Nope, you don't see me. I know, I'm nowhere to be found. Nope, nope, you're running upstairs. You're Shit. right. Oh. Nope, can't see him. He's hiding. Completely uh, invisible. So yeah, so no, I hope they, I hope, you know, you get that figured out so you can actually play it because, again, it also looks cool. Uh, Shao K says, not, not all that interested in Starfield. Only space game I go all in on is EVE Online and that's a second life in itself. Oh gosh, yes. I've heard uh, <clears throat> lots of stuff about EVE Online. Not not one that I've tried because yeah it's uh, I've tried that too yeah it's it's I've heard exactly Jimmy space is accurate <laughs> it is it's 
spreadsheets in space. But see, I don't mind spreadsheets, so that actually is sort of a draw for me. I don't actually mind that so much. But it's still weird that I haven't given it given it too much of a shot. I think it's all the stories of like corporate corporate backstabbing and and the fact that they basically have uh, a currency that's tied to real money. So when so when you say like you know like oh well they stole um, how many millions of credits that they could actually translate that to real to real dollar figures. So it ends up with a lot of uh, good headlines and a lot of good. Um, yeah, yeah, EVE Online is less video game and more spreadsheet simulator. Jimmy, mm. where the hell did you go? You are, like, disappeared. I'm, He's on, I'm like, a, a, a 10-second delay from you. No, I'm, I haven't moved. I'm right there. I know, but I can't see you. What? Yeah, you're, like, completely gone. I know you're there. Wait. Did you see me on the floor, maybe? Let me let me see if I can... Oh, uh, what? I yeah, can, yeah uh, I see you're on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> you're on the floor. There yeah. you go. I placed you sitting on the bank. Sitting in between the... Uh, was it the auctioneers over here? Yeah, the auctioneers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's, that was my guess. But yeah, it's Starfield. I'm actually, uh, I was playing it a little bit for like a good um, hour or two uh, this morning to see if I can play it on the, uh, the streaming side of things. Okay. And I'm like, okay, this this working. It's, it's doable. I mean, it's not as pretty as it would be if it was locally installed, but it's, it's doable. No crashes. So okay. I'm actually having fun with it. I'm, I'm starting to get back into it. I'm like, okay, okay, I, I can get, I can do this now. Yeah. And it'll be, the, it'll be I, another I, game that I, that I pick up eventually. Yeah. I just <laughs> uninstalled I it from my system. I'm like, ah, screw it. It's just taking up space. I'm not going to play it. Cause I know well, if they do the same thing that they did with, uh, with Skyrim, basically that it's going to basically be like 10 years from now, they'll have like the, extended edition with this and with that and with the, yeah. the, the this expansion and that expansion so i'm like i'll give it a little bit of time before i before i pick up starfield it's okay it's okay plus i need to put like my new system together anyway oh so. to answer chucky's question about the the horse punching is because there's a glitch in the skyrim for speed running where like you you like punch a horse and then you tilt it on a rock and it like, shoots you into the sky and then you come <laughs> crashing down uh, you have to like try and land in water and your speed is set to like somehow somehow that sets your speed to like times 5 billion and you can like punch <clears throat> a guard to death in like a half second with your bare fists because that's how fast your, your character's going. What did they just give us? Mirages. Ooh. Beedy beedy rainbows. Uh, yeah. So the whole tie to real world currency is mostly because you could buy the premium currency from other players using in-game money. Yes, same as Secret World. Same as, I believe, Warcraft has that now, too. Any cryptic game has that also. So, yeah, it, but uh, but EVE Online was, like, one of the first ones to do it, I believe. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they were one of the first. If I do want to seriously give EVE a try, that is a... Really I feel like... <laughs> Yeah, that's a big if at this point. I feel like if I would have uh, if I would have wanted to really give Eve Online a try, I would have already done so by now, to be honest. But thank you, thank you for the offer for the referral link. Starting off with a million skill points, it's about twenty five in real life days worth of skill training. Well, that's not bad. That's a nice uh, that's a nice boost. Eve has it. Secret World has it. Uh, Guild Wars Two has it. There's a a gold a gold to store points in yeah, Guild Wars Two. WoW has WoW tokens. RuneScape allows bond purchases. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fairly common, which isn't really it isn't really a bad thing. I think when I think when they started coming out with them, there was a lot of doom and gloom over it, but 
I don't know. I think yeah. a lot of issues were uh, gold sellers uh, selling stolen accounts and hacked accounts and stuff like that. Yeah, but so that was actually WoW. happening anyway. Like, and then the and then that was more of a. Um, people were then buying the gold on like non-legit sites like gold farming and, and gold whatever yeah, then gold they get their accounts sites. taken too and it's like oh well you shouldn't yeah. have uh, done that so it was basically game's way of enticing players to be like if you're gonna buy gold do it in game we're gonna give you a path that you so you can do that so you don't have to go to these other sites to do it they're like we know you're doing it anyway I remember when Sigur World Legends first came out, and we did have gold seller. Yeah, we coming had gold seller. That's that's how you knew we made it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, for like a good we couple months, gold. just a random hotels, uh, packs, pack sellers. So that was basically it was a way to yeah, it was a way to combat that um, black market basically of of gold spam and whatnot. I don't know exactly how successful it was in that endeavor, but it it tried. You got, you got, it's like, uh, you, you tried hang in there. Yeah. You might, might make it one day because it was something like at the, at the height of it. Um, damn it. Like it was, it would, it was surprising. It was really surprising. Like how much people were actually buying and how many people bought gold from, from gold selling sites. Yeah. It, it's still surprising that people still do it today. Yeah. Like, you know how easy it is to get this stuff, right? put in the work oh, i don't want to do the work i want to just instant now give it to me yeah but that's uh, that and that's why okay. you know you know they don't, put, yeah. they don't want to put in the work for the game because they already put in the work for the money so <laughs> say all right go ahead get yourself screwed out of uh, your credit card or whatnot yeah if, if, through if, that they already, hassle. if they if they're already worked for the money money for for in-game item trade you know it's it really is not that um it's very easy for people to justify of themselves essentially, but right. But they're putting their, their information, they're putting their, all their, their real information at risk, which is, uh, that's the part where it's like, if players are going to do this, let's just give them a path. Let's just give them a path to do it. Let's make Aram a thing. Mm -hmm. Let's make Guild Wars two gems a thing. Let's make, yeah. Uh, wow. Tokens a thing. I forget what it's called in Eve online though, but yeah. Uh, isk. Yes. Or that's, or that's what the credits are called. ISK. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, yeah, Farber says, well, tokens are traded for game time specifically unless they changed it to let you convert it to Battle.net bucks. Oh, gosh. Battle.net bucks? Mm. That's a, um, that was a memo that should have been, uh, or a, a meeting, <laughs> or that should have been an email. <laughs> they could have worked on that name, yeah. <laughs> How about we workshop it a little bit longer than five minutes? <laughs> yeah. What do we call it? How about Battle.net bucks? All right, George, you got it. Yeah, can we choose something else? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone? No. Bomber, stop typing. Don chat. When you're in the dungeon. Secretly, secretly, we're just going to make Vomer just keep talking to us to see if we can mess up the dungeon run. That's a bold move, uh, Cotton. See oh, if it works out. You, oh, you don't recall what, it is, what it's actually called? Oh, that's not what it's actually called? Oh, okay. They called it Bucks for Alliteration. It works. Some people speculated it stands for Interstellar Credits. Oh, ISK. The CCP have never actually confirmed or denied anything. Oh, that it makes me. Oh, what does that? What does that remind me of? It's like Wi-Fi. I think it reminds me of uh, Wi-Fi because if you know, if you if you ask people, they're like, "What does, what does Wi-Fi stand for?" Like we know what it is. But what does it? What does it stand for? What does Wi Wi-Fi stand for? And I think they said like a lot of people will turn around and say, "Oh, it stands for like wireless fidelity or something like that." 
But that doesn't necessarily make any sense because it's like fidelity is like a internet level of level of quality. And when it comes down to it, interface. it doesn't mean anything. They didn't Wi-Fi. they didn't make it they didn't make it to actually stand for anything. They just called it just it was just like a marketing name. They're like, we're just gonna call it the Wi-Fi. You know, it stands for, it says, I mean, I think the basis mama. is still wireless, right? It <laughs> the is the basis is still wireless, yes, but the mm-hmm. Fi part actually doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's like Science fiction, like sci-fi. Maybe it's just wireless fiction. Could, <laughs> yeah. It could have been, yeah. Could have been. They just they just took it from like, yeah, you've heard of sci-fi. Well, this is futuristic. It's Wi-Fi. Very much. I'd believe that. Yeah. But yeah, WoW tokens you buy with real money, selling game for gold, or buy for gold, convert to game time. I don't know if they let you redeem it for Battle.net wide money or not. Even when I played, I never had enough gold for a token. I don't know. I think maybe you could have at one point. I think I remember someone being like, oh, I earned enough to buy the new, to buy like an expansion or to buy a, I earned enough to buy a, another product or something like that. So maybe, maybe you can, I don't know. Another one I'm not up on is my blizzard knowledge. That I would allow for, uh, for, for you two to better know. Well, it depends on what Blizzard game. Like Overwatch, I, I'm okay See, with. Both of you are both of you play Overwatch, right? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, well, I do understand why people frown on it. As someone from a third world country, I also understand why people sell it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there, there's a reason why it makes it makes money. Yeah, there's countries there's like a Indonesia, uh, Philippines, Venezuela. It is an income for outstripping anything they can get doing a regular job in their own country. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very true thing. That's that's why they do it. It's their job. And if their job can basically be, you know, farming in a video game, essentially, and finding like oh, the best places to do it. Yeah, the best places to do it, multiboxing, doing what they can to basically eke out as much gold per minute, essentially, and then selling that gold for real money. Yeah, it's a, it's a way to make it's a way to make money. That's why it became so big a thing. That's why you saw gold sellers everywhere is it was it's it's profitable. For example, I have a decent job. In fact, in my country, I'm considered upper middle class. Nice. Yet I can't afford buying two AAA video games in a six month span. Also understandable. <laughs> you know what? A lot of people in this country can't do that either. <laughs> they can't do it, but they still do it anyway. It's called credit cards. It's like <laughs> yeah. free, re- it's free real estate, it's free money. It's free real estate. That's future use problem right i'm gonna put this on a credit card and that'll be paid off over time yeah uh, i bought bg3 i really want to get rune factory 3 special but i simply don't have the spare funds for it hey th- i mean that's fine like like i i'm not one to buy new games when they come out specifically uh i'm not a, i'm not a giant uh like i won't rush out to buy especially like yeah 60 price tag games because i also know that they will 60? come down in price they will. 70 now jesus yeah 70 70 bucks yeah um but they will come down in price so essentially what you end up paying for when a game is first out is to be part of the zeitgeist for it to be part of like the the conversation around the games to be part of the you know the the first the first people to go in and really play it and they sort of they you sort of pay a premium price tag for that honestly so and it's fine like <laughs> a lot of these game companies wouldn't exist without those people paying for the paying for the, the the practice of doing so 
So it's it's not like it's a bad thing necessarily. It's just sort of how it works. And then as new games come out to basically replace those games, because right this year we've seen we've seen uh, Baldur's Gate three, we're seeing Starfield uh, now. And, you know, I'm sure by the end of the year, we'll probably see a couple other games come out. And just as each new one comes out, the people want to play that game. They want to be talking about that game. They want to be a part of that conversation. And uh, if you're not playing it, you kind of have to sit on the sidelines. Which, you know, hey, it is what it is. So that's why it's like, right, without those people, uh, gaming industry wouldn't really exist as it is today. So... It's so it's it's a fine thing, but right as new games come out, those old games, they still want to make money from them, and how do they make money from them? They start putting them in a discount. They start dropping them on like the Steam Winter Sale and the the this sale and that sale, and they start showing up in, um, they start making right deals to have like uh, Game Pass or stuff like this, and they start they start doing stuff like that. It's fine. It's you know that this is the industry, this is the industry, because yeah. I can. However, you I can, participate in the industry, you still participate in it. Yeah, because I can justify my spending the Game Pass Ultimate mount per month, mm-hmm. <clears throat> as as I can play these AAA titles day one without spending seventy bucks right then and there. I say mm-hmm. what fifteen twenty dollars a month. I can play as many games as I want in that one month. Yep. So to me, I was like, I can play the the cost of one or no. Yeah, a couple. I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, I, <laughs> it's basically it works out in my favor to play these big games through mm-hmm. the uh, Game Pass. Yeah, if yeah. I stop paying per month, I have lose access. But I'm like, eh, I can do that. But you know, uh, sometimes like if you play, like if you think a game is like sixty, seventy dollars, then. If you spend less than three months playing it, mm-hmm. you've essentially and you end up like completing it or as much to, you know, as you want to do, then you basically won out essentially. Yeah. You know, or it's like, yeah, you can spend twenty dollars, play the game and f- realize, oh, that your system can't handle it and say, oh, I, I'm out 70 bucks. I have to go through the refund process if right. if I can. Which is basically taking the the MMO. um the uh you know the uh subscription yeah, the subscription model, model yeah. and basically extending that to not just the mmo but to uh, a whole bunch of games to a whole bunch mm-hmm. of servers you know excuse me like a nose thing going on sorry about that Candy. but yeah no yeah too much too much crack cocaine it happens but yeah it's it's as you notice it's within the past year or two that these games have gone from oh it's only 50 dollars to oh it's only 60 oh no it's only 70 dollars now and they're Which all was digital actually games. like it it was bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, it really was. They they couldn't we've have kept had it up subsidized the, for your, like decades. It was just yeah. the fifty dollar mark was like the high end. Yeah, they they stayed at sixty for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it was only and they and they tried saying they're like, oh, we're gonna be sixty, but then we'll release, uh, you know, a DLC packs, and then we'll release this and release that. So so over time, you would spend like like ninety something you know on the the full game so instead of giving you the full game at the start they started giving you the 60 dollars as a base game and then i mean the one thing i will not be doing is doing any pre-order buying because it's been so many times been burned i've seen all these these games that oh pre-order and it gets like and then it's just 
They get crap. <laughs> you got penthouse? Nice. I'm excited. You can only get you can only start getting a me eleven, so it's nice. Nice to get a penthouse dungeon. Nice. Is it uh randomized? Hey, you pick it by random. That's okay. It's okay. Uh I can't afford uh, BG3 right now if I want to try it. Yeah. Like, I I can. But literally the last game that I spent a full $60 on was uh, No Man's Sky. Oh, you should have waited because like, I think I got my copy one. on Epic right. Games Store. And, and now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like I, you know, I love No Man's Sky. I think No Man's Sky is a great game. Now, <laughs> yeah. when it launched... It was terrible. It was amazingly bad at launch. Well, it was the same thing and... with like Fallout 76. Is everyone's, it was like a 40 or $50 game. It's like, I bought it on Amazon for five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Like it was famously bad at launch. And I was like, I like, it was one game that I was, I was so hyped for. I was so excited for, and it was terrible. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I am never spending $60 on a new game again. And we saw it recently with, uh, was it Redfall? Yeah, right. Redfall. Yeah. Yeah. Would you play that? You played Redfall. Yeah, I played it that it, one it day. It had very like secret worldish sort of vibes to it. Yeah, it right? was fun. I mean, it's like yeah. I after after a stream and I was playing a little bit more. I'm like, yeah, I can see where people were. But it's like just to come out and like dogging on it from the start. It's like just understand what it is. It's a rush game, and that's. It shouldn't have been as much as a, they were asking for. True, mm-hmm. but it should have been a lot cheaper. But it was just, it was wholly like mismanaged from the start, pretty much. Yeah, and it's like I don't want to. You don't want to come down on the on the games too much, right? Because it's like yeah. there are going to be people out there who are like, "No, this game was awesome. I really enjoyed it." Well, it's no, it's like if especially doing like because uh, i do a lot of indie game reviews so it's like i don't want to be like the person like oh this game sucks because it's absolute garbage it's like no yeah. i want to give like constructive criticism like well this is probably what they're going for but i understand how like the industry is and how it works is that the developers don't make the decisions they're at the whims of the executives the executive executives just push through it's like oh you gotta have this done by next week well, it's mm-hmm. going to take us two months to do. No, you got till next week. Okay. I mean, to be fair, I think Redfall was not the normal situation. No, it, it was. Like, you can tell it was rushed. There's a lot of things that it wasn't, were broken. I, from what I understand, that wasn't just rushed. Like that was that was a team being forced to make something they didn't even want to make. Yeah, yeah. there's so also it their. It their, wasn't the um, normal like CEO left too. Then somebody. Yeah, what I'm what I'm saying is like they 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 were. Thanks for stopping by, Showcase. They didn't want to make what they got contracted to make. Have a good one. So it's not the normal thing where it's like developers are trying to do something and they're being like, you know, crunched or whatever. Like they didn't even want to be doing what they were doing. Mm -hmm. So that 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 was another problem. I've sort of like, sort of like we have to we, we don't have that much in the pipeline so you have to make something i i've i've never seen a game where like uh what's his face from xbox comes out and apologize for existing like oh um that, papa phil, or, <laughs> phil yeah phil like that's, that's that's do you understand like how crazy that is yeah that it's so bad because i looked into that i watched a bunch of stuff on that for a little while like we're like the story of how and why that game is so bad is is <clears throat> not not the normal like 
big corpo like you know yeah fuck the developers that that was a multi-layered that was a multi-layered thing and, because i'm sure you've even and, seen it in funcom where they where they came up with the game or they they start making a game or they start on the you know the concept and they start actually getting into making the game itself and then that game will never actually see the light of day like yeah that happens a lot or by the end it's changed to something completely different well, i mean this mm-hmm. part of tsw's problems were literally develop development like the the game designer and system designer didn't like each other and didn't talk to each other that is yeah. one of the major that's reasons like, why tsw for- has some of the problems that it has fundamentally yeah and uh, that's not a good thing from the onset we have the designer no, that's like, really bad <laughs> you want those it's two really groups bad. those two people yeah. to talk to each other and be like okay we can work together we may not like each other personally but we can work together <laughs> yeah they literally they literally just didn't talk so the designer's like i'm gonna have the game do this systems guys like yeah that none of that shit's gonna work but okay whatever yeah, you, you, like that's, that's how you get <laughs> the luck with that. problems and a whole system designed around shit that it couldn't handle properly. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, yeah, we see a lot of executive mismanagement, especially with like Overwatch. Jeez, oh yeah, that, like that. Oh, that one's yeah. much more clearly like up the that's, upper management just fucking. That's the C level on Bobby Dickless uh, Kotick. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's much more clear mm-hmm. like it, it's much more obvious tell us, in, tell us in how you respect. really feel <laughs> oh oh yo, you don't but what is it uh overwatch started as something else it started as it was supposed to be a, a, an mmo it was supposed to be it an mmo a, it's supposed to be a mm-hmm. like a like a blizzard shooter mmo and eventually they scrapped that and uh turned it into the uh, arena shooter arena team shooter that it was yeah because they like oh we this MMO is going to cost. It's going to be way too much work and too much money, and say let's scrap it. So then I said, oh well, look like um, the team shooter is starting to come up. Oh, we got all these assets. Let's use them. Let's use them. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like shoehorned <laughs> in. Yeah. Well, that that was actually the problem with Overwatch Two, is they were going like that was the. That was some of the devs trying to go back that direction. Oh, with the PVE stuff? Oh, that was yeah, that's that was like, a whole big disappointment. Realistically, like, that oh. is what the they were doing is they were like they were essentially trying like trying to they're get trying back to write. They're to trying that. to make it more PVE. They they're trying to, make to add in the first place. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just too big. It's just well, also this is a really interesting thing I that I heard about that is that it wasn't the the biggest problem with it was that it wasn't fun. Yeah. And that's a weird problem to have in a game. <laughs> you spend it all is. this time on all these assets and like story missions, and then people are just like, Yeah, this isn't just this isn't fun to play. Yeah. Especially when so you like, were in you, a little, it, how like do you fix that. When you have games like like Destiny Division, uh um, oh, yeah. When you have other shooters that are by all uh, by all metrics really successful and it has compelling pve aspect to it that also it has, has, it has that PvP. style to it and yeah but i actually i did pay i think it was like the 40 dollars that included the the 15 pve missions the three of them that was okay. like a good yeah. hour and a half <laughs> oh god uh, yeah well um, yeah well that took an hour and a half yeah. it's much it's much more if you do it on legendary 
Oh, yeah. I watched some of the legendary videos. Oh, those like, are because it just turns everything into like crazy. bullet sponges. It's not well. It's not just bullet sponges. Yeah, it's the yeah, AI. It's, it's pretty much like, the same. It's like, oh, this this group is going to come up here. Uh, just try to get, but it's like it is a bullet sponge where all of a sudden it starts compounding and where you have to clear. But, but it forces quicker. you to like have like pick specific comps. Yeah, and like execute. You know what I'm saying? Like it actually forces you to play as opposed to just sort of wander <laughs> around and mindlessly kill shit. And oh look, we advanced the mission. Like from from watching the like uh, kind of high end guys that did like took them like two days straight or something to get the yeah, legendary I'll, cleared. Watch like, like uh, J three flats. Uh, yeah, like, like yeah, okay. <laughs> like you can tell like okay that actually can be that can eat up some time for one, <laughs> assuming you can even clear it. But also they they were. T- they were talking about like genuinely enjoying it because it was testing. It's making you flex, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to do things right. You have to come up with a solution to like deal with the fact that you're just getting overwhelmed with shit. How are we going to deal with this? So right. I, I can definitely see that as like, the problem is most people that buy that content aren't doing that. Yeah. Right. Like, and also probably don't want to. No, it's like, they're probably, no, I didn't they're want probably to. just going through on <laughs> like, like I just wanted to jump in for ten minutes and play. Uh, I just wanted yeah. to see the story. Like what okay, this is like three years of work and it's like, well, we saw the first first uh story with the uh the Brazil one like back in 2018, 2019. That's what they I didn't have any problem with those those missions. I thought they were pretty fun. Like, no, I didn't I, ones, I, I didn't have any issue. I I thoroughly enjoyed my time. But the problem so, is it's like this is I, not worth fifteen dollars. Well, but okay. The problem is it wasn't fifteen dollars. You had to spend fifteen dollars to get it, but it wasn't fifteen dollars. No, it was like the thing is like five. Well, you st- you, right? That's, they charge it's a, it's you. A, no, they charge you fifteen. Right. No, I'm sorry. No, they, they started. You, they charge you ten dollars. Ten dollars of coin to buy the battle pass with. Well, the the, the uh, bundle was like the previous one was thirty dollars. So technically, it could have been. You could say it'd be ten dollars that they charge you for it, because they well, bumped the price retro, up to forty. No, you can't retro pricing. That's not how that works. No, no, they they bundle. So you get your the battle pass, you get the twenty levels, and you get the credits, and then the skins and stuff that come with that as well. Then they tack on the PVE missions for an extra ten dollars to bump up the bundle price to forty. No, you're getting other shit in there. But like, wasn't that the same problem that Secret World had? Was essentially they would release content at, and people, well, people wouldn't buy it, a, eh? but um, people were using other methods besides cash to pay for it, and so uh, they would yeah, put out they, they, they would put out DLC, and they just would not make the return on investment for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, it was a jolt. Uh, mentioned that several times mm-hmm. in many interviews that yeah we may spend all this time and money making these DLCs that were very interesting and actually moved the story forward in a lot of ways or added to the, the lore of the universe mm-hmm. and it's just no one bought it yeah yep. and they're like they're, they weren't expensive they were what 20 bucks yeah I never found them to be that bad yeah, I loved buying the, and this was the was it, this is uh, one of the, the things we talk about occasionally where like you know they went away and they were a great idea, 
are what those uh the party bags party bags yeah yeah those oh if you had those now Funcom can be making money if they have that issue that uh that system in place or something similar great idea the only mm-hmm. issue the only issue with them realistically is they would have to i th- my solution for this would be you would need like you know how we have like a mission items bag <laughs> right that doesn't yeah. count towards your inventory you would need like a party bag window that doesn't count as part of your space yeah yeah because the problem with like i don't know if you remember like tsw but you always had to have like 40 slots free to even do party bags yeah right and that's that's that that, that amount of inventory like is specifically designed to like not happen um there, there is Legend. a party bag in secret world there is yeah there's not it's not it's I'm sort not, of it's not the same concept it's not, it's not the, yeah it's, it's a not, desiccated husk it's not a party bag it functions similar similarly to a party bag but it's not a party bag no, but that's how I, system. That's I have all the dances that i do yeah but the know. system was great because you saw so many people with party bags and you know that Funcom was getting money for people buying bundles of that stuff, especially doing the group one. There's like a big, um, right. When they're like, if you open in, uh, you know, Agartha. Yeah. If you open well, you a certain enough, a certain amount and like enough people get it, then you get something extra. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a, what a great way to just get all the stuff is right. Have More, everyone... It functions like a party bag, but it's, it's like, there's not good shit in it. You just get flooded with crap. Which granted, you got flooded with crap in with something that, with the normal party bag, but you could actually get good things. There's nothing good to get. It, it's it's like a is that what led to the uh, was it the 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 silver necklace fiasco? It's not that ago? I I don't consider good. I'm just I'm it's objectively not good. It's not shit you can sell. It's not shit you can put on the auction house for like you know, a hundred thousand moth or something. It's, it's, it does. Oh, you could, it might use similar mechanics, but it does not yeah. do the same thing for the economy that a party bag did. Which right. is what we're talking about is the economic, right, but impact. mechanically, mechanically it, it acted the same Me- way. Mechanically. Right. Yeah. You open it and it gives shit to people around you. Sure. But it's not, but it's not stuff that actually uh, stuff you could turn around and sell. It's like cosmetics, dances, and stuff like that. Basically, promote the promote the game economy. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not like you open ten of those and like you know you you get like a like a mythic special fucking heart you can ride or something that everyone wants and like sells for a shit ton. Like there's there's nothing in there that affects the uh the the more the meta game yeah see I, I look at it as like that was like the beginning of something that could be very similar to what they have over in like swotor is you can buy these these um bounty not bounty i forget the exact terms but you can spend like 30 dollars real world money and get crates oh, that was an um, accident i just killed somebody <laughs> but you can get these crates that Obviously. if you don't like the stuff that you like in it, or you can sell the crate itself on the auction market for hundreds of thousands or even millions or even billions of credits. And there, the, uh, the economy mm-hmm. is like constantly being rotated out because they still do a lot of 
cosmetic work coming in for even what it's 10 plus oh, yeah. year old game yeah Skotor, yeah and hell look at you champions online just this past week again they they were giving out free uh free form slots oh were that, they i missed that yeah. one yeah, oh, so I popped their anniversary. yeah yeah so i popped in and it's actually people are playing the game the game is 14 freaking years old Swotor came out in 2011, so Swotor is uh, December 20th, 2011. So they are currently what 11 years old? Yeah, yeah 11. Turning 12 in December. Well, you still got these two games that are, I know over a is, decade. Yeah, it, over a decade of games that are still doing a lot for hey, their players. Mm-hmm. That unfortunately we, we're not getting what the potential was there, but. Executive mismanagement. I, I don't know exactly what's going what went on, but we lost out on that. Yeah, and it's an unfortunate model that a lot of uh, a lot of Funcom games are doing it that way. But it's, it's their decisions, and we just got you know we might not be happy with a lot of decisions, but we still like the game and the community aspect in it. We and, still like the game. We still like the community. We yeah. still want to. We still want to promote all of that. I mean, um, we can be. I can be harsh. We can be harsh, but does it don't go to say, "Oh, it's a dead game" because it's not a dead game. Obviously, right. we got people here still playing the game. Many more playing the game. So, if you say it's a dead game, you're wrong, and uh, you should feel bad. <laughs> you should feel bad. <laughs> you're wrong, and you should feel bad. What? Come here. My my rant for tonight. Come here. Come here. I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna pick you up. It's another kitty. Dude, I mean, what the fuck is? I have all weapon distillates. Fucking game, man. And you're not using them anymore. If I can't have a party in my shower of treasure from a bag, it's not a party bag. I don't care what the mechanic is. (laughs) They basically (laughs) replace the party bags with. uh, I can't fucking Scrooge McDuck in that shit. It's not a party bag. I will. I will die on my Scrooge McDuck hill. Get a little. Get a little per action there. Hey, kitty. She's doing okay. She's not knocking things over right now. She was earlier. I know my kitty. The other kitty. She's sleeping underneath the desk right now. Why is everyone running so far into this dungeon? Like, what? Leroy Jenkins. I don't understand. Uh, I met Anima for the second time in my life today. I and I immediately became emotional. It's hard to describe how much I love Secret World. Ah. And see there, Astrid there is a perfectly good, and there's plenty of people like Astrid that have that same uh, mindset. They get that uh, right because almost because almost Secret World is almost considered nostalgic at this point for many people. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It still holds up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the graphics. The graphics are good. They're, yeah, they're getting a little dated now, but they're not. But they're well, not like awful. I, I no, would say what carries it, what carries it in that aspect is the mocap is fucking insane. Yeah, and the voice acting is really good. I mean, obviously, in yeah. the right, the writing is fucking the writing unmatched. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I think we know a guy who did was a big part of the writing. Yeah, <laughs> we've heard some we've guy heard. with a hat. <laughs> some some guy that wears a. <laughs> He's into vampires. Oh, EverQuest one! Holy crap! I mean, it was EverQuest. EverQuest one today. The, the, Oof! Like, I don't see that kind of mocap in like brand new games that come out, like an Unreal Engine, whatever, right? Like, they no. just they just don't have that same level of like 
realistic body language like mannerisms no especially for mmos even for other even for non-mmo games they just don't even for like yeah like starfield or this or that it's not the quality of the model it's the quality of the actual like capture of the like body intent like the body language right like Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if we go, let's take for the Starfield model because the all your NPCs, it's a Bethesda trope by this point in time with the soulless eyes and the, the pretty much the emotionless face. When you're going through, like they're doing their their talky bits, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't think I don't think you blinked <laughs> once." Or is this like when the character gets up out of a chair, gets up, turns. And then it starts with like a walking uh, motion. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's not, humans don't do that. They get up and, and then, you know, they start walking. It's, it's not programming. Yeah. I don't know. Just like Funcom. Well, I mean, what they had their, they made their own mocap studio. So, I mean, that probably helped, right? Like, yeah. Even yeah. Who, uh, Andy and Nicole even uh, did mocap and they first some dances. <laughs> so like, that's that's you know probably helps that you're not just offloading it to some somewhere else doing like mm-hmm. a, a maybe you're not like doing a less yeah job or something yeah, but like yeah. you have your own I, studio I, I, then you could even charge other places to come in and and do you know their own mobile yeah but it's just it, it, like it's so it's it actually frustrates me when I play like a like a newer game and it's they just they have like a super detailed model but just the head is talking. And like, there's no body language at all. I'm just like, what the fuck is this shit? Let me go back and play Secret World, where people, where things move around like actual people when they talk. Yeah, like uh, Elder Scrolls Online tries that, where they'll they'll have the writing, they'll have the voice acting, and then um, they just have the 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 model just doing like a whole bunch of different emotes. <laughs> yeah, those lip flaps. Oh, you say that, Volver. Um, I, I haven't run a new character as a um a templar but at the very beginning uh i forget the uh inspector i forget her name um her character model was messed up especially with her mouth she was always like had this open wide like cringe weird mouth structure and like her teeth were like almost protruding out through uh through her lips but yeah it was something that where character models can be like Funky with the the, uh, the geometry and programming. You're looking at the camera. Every time you do strange house in the mist, cutscene doesn't work right. Oh, there's there's one instance I forget is um in Swotor when you do the um uh that first flashpoint with the new character is um the Esselus. I forget which one which one it is, but if you spacebar through the cutscene with the Sith came through. There is one that he has impaled one of your um, NPCs up on the wall. So if you spacebar through, all of a sudden it gets to a point where you, the view is the Sith, and in the background, all I see suddenly see that impaled NPC get flung out because at that, at that time the, the cutscene was supposed to be moved along, and he was supposed to disappear. You weren't supposed to see it. Mm, so this is one of those okay. funny things that you that you, you know that when you do, so it's like. It's just all of a sudden in the background, you see his body go flying through the air <laughs> for no stupid reason. Where are you going? Where are you going? All right. You can get this. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, this. So many bugs. You can't have a game without bugs. They're more like features. No. So you just hope, you just hope that the bugs are not as bad. I mean, there was it. There, there wouldn't be a um, 
speed racing no that's not the term uh there wouldn't be a what is it called i don't know what are you trying to say (laughs) uh speed running speed running there wouldn't be a speed running community without without good bugs oh yeah because you can glitch through the uh the the, uh environments i mean there would they'd just be slower (laughs) (laughs) yeah right it wouldn't be so speedy (laughs) they'd be playing the entire game yeah but I think I think uh, to, to to go back a little bit, I think Funcom's. I'm not really going to call it an issue. It's just it's just sort of like their their operating structure is essentially um, they put more effort into the games that are making them more money. Yeah, which is which, a, really a problem. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, like, that's it's not a good problem, business per se. It's just the way business kind of runs. Yeah, and um, so that's why people are like, oh, but you see, like. You know, uh, Lord of the Rings from Standing Stone Games is is still getting lots of content. Well, yeah, it is. That's their primary game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that is their that is the whole studio's bread and butter is that one game. So of course they're going to keep putting effort into it. I got. But for Funcom, it's like they're currently what working on. They're currently working on. You were you were sitting mm. so nice on my lap, and now you're trying to knock over my monitor. Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Working on Dune is what you're trying to say. Yes, <laughs> working on Dune. And Exiles and, is still doing um, gangbusters for them. Conan mm-hmm. Exiles is still pulling out lots of good stuff. You're going you're making me crazy. Um, they have a battle pass. That's what we needed. We need we need a secret world battle pass. I mean we got we up. had something <laughs> almost like that with the uh the we caches. The end of TSW. Yeah. Stop. The, the end of TSW had the legacy system, right? Like mm-hmm. the, you cut it out. Um, where like yeah. you got rewards every couple of months, but if you like bought the year, you could get all of them at the same time. Like oh, it yeah, was kind of that. Yeah. really similar to like a like a primitive sort of battle passy kind of system. It was, and that. I, I, again, I don't know why they stopped doing it. I guess it was just too expensive to well, keep that up. It didn't for... work. I mean, that's. That's why well, I meant like they, they could have reiterated on that and looked at other places that other games that had metal pass like systems. But I mean, that's why, but that was pre legends. That's why legends happened. That was one of their last ditch, like monetization attempts was mm-hmm. that whole system and it just didn't work. So, you know, <laughs> it is, it is what, what it is. And actually, uh, Conan Exiles, they did not expect Conan Exiles to be as successful. No, that that was uh, one of those just like happy accident kind of things. Right. And when it started being successful, they were like, oh, you know what we should do? Put most of our effort into Conan <laughs> Exiles. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, if you recall, there was um, there was um, like a Mutant Year Zero game. I, well, yeah. Well, they're they're <laughs> like a publisher a, for that. It was, was a, not a developer. No, no, no. There was a sorry. There was a, like a single player game in the works. Yes, like a shooter. Oh, and yeah, there yeah. was also a co op, a co op shooter in the works. Mm-hmm. And then they, the Conan did so well that they just scrapped those mm-hmm. and focused on Conan. So it's like you know, uh, it's when it's like, oh, all you know, all these other games are getting so much work, but why not Secret World? It's like because. Because the studio has other games they're making money off of. Because it's your fault. Yes, you. Yeah, that's right. It's it's <laughs> our fault. We, we didn't spend enough money. <laughs> no, I mean, 
but there are plenty of still missteps that that they did to basically put Secret World into the position of not making as much money as it could. But you know, it is it is it is what it is, and what? because they have other games in their stable that are making money, mm-hmm. they aren't putting the effort into figuring out how to fix Secret World. Essentially, yeah, a lot of people weren't buying Arum, but it's also a a kind of a downward spiral there. Well, people aren't buying Arum because they stopped making caches that had stuff in them to buy and to make new cosmetics and this and that and so. so because caches those could have been party bags. Caches could have been party bags. Yeah, they should have been. That's my that's my opinion. Yeah, <clears throat> and when you stop making when you stop making artwork for the game and you start you know you, you stop making the cosmetics, you stop making the content that people want to buy, then people aren't going to spend money. And when they don't spend money, the it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. So you know it is it is what it is. You know, is it? It is. Yes. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, so it goes. It you know. But we're still here cuz we like it. We still we still enjoy it. Mm. I'm just a glutton for punishment. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a massacre. <laughs> um, but we also enjoy you, the people watching us. Talk about it. And mostly not in a weird way. Mostly. <clears throat> we can make it weird. Consensually. Hey. I see you. Hey, how's it going? So, you come here often? Not sure I like your use of the word come and hear. You know what? I like to cut your jib. Making me blush, sir. Uh, Speaking of Conan Exiles. (laughs) Uh, We did have some news about Conan Exiles. Just throwing it out there. Uh, they had a little, they had a little issue, they had a little bit, little issue, uh, and needed to roll back Conan Exiles, which for most any game that has an online capacity, rolling back is like last ditch effort sort of stuff. Uh, Conan Exiles rolled back the official Exiled Land servers back to September 1st, and they did this on September 3rd, so they they rolled back two days, but... Uh, it was to correct issues relating to incorrect thrall decay timers. So basically, uh, thralls were being killed off very quickly. Huh. Said uh, <clears throat> they posted on the forums the rollback of the official Exiled Land servers was completed yesterday, and the thralls that perished should now be returned to their rightful masters. However, this process came at a cost, and the progress made by Exiles. Uh, players on official servers over the past two days has been effectively wiped to give everyone a little more context about what happened. We made an error in the server settings early Friday EU time, which did not transpire until the next nightly server restart subsequently causing unintended consequences over the weekend or subsequently, however you want to pronounce it. The settings were corrected and applied to the affected servers on Saturday, September 2nd, Uh, At this point, we were already weighing the pros and cons of all the options we had to deal with the impact. Performing a rollback for 780 servers was the preferred option, but it was unclear (laughs) whether it was technically feasible to do so without taking days to complete or resulting in an extremely long downtime. Therefore, we needed to verify that we could confidently semi-automate this process before officially notifying everyone that the rollback would take place, which delayed our messaging and shortened the notice period. We regret the loss of progress you've experienced and to help you recover from the setback, we will be boosting the experience gained, gathering speed, and the thrall and pets conversion rate 
by updating the following server settings later today through next Monday, September 11th. So for the next four days from now, uh, harvest amounts, uh, multipliers has been increased, uh, has been doubled on PVE servers uh, and um, PVEC servers, which I believe are, I'm not exactly sure what that means. XP rates have been doubled. Thrall conversion multipliers uh, have been halved. Animal pen crafting time multipliers have been halved. And item item conversion convert conversion. I don't even know what that word is. Conversion uh, has also been halved. To avoid a similar situation in the future, we are adjusting our internal processes. Most importantly, processes. I don't know wording uh, pronunciation (laughs) most importantly we are instituting more stringent release review processes to help catch errors before deploying updates to the live servers and moving even minor server configuration changes away from fridays that's probably a good idea (laughs) that's having a having a having a look at the camera moment because it's like really you're gonna get away from doing stuff on fridays hmm that's just like that would never work (laughs) no that's a good rule of thumb is you don't do shit on friday because if it breaks no one's around it is a good rule of thumb and they have broken it many times on secret world <laughs> also it's a surprise that it's, it's it's bad for two reasons normally the developers aren't going to be there mm-hmm. and secondly game players tend to have more time to play on the weekends so it's mm-hmm. like doubly fucked yeah but even, even in non-gaming stuff like you don't do shit when you're not going to be there in case something goes wrong the next day. Mm-mm. Right? Like that's why that's why a lot of stuff really... happens on Tuesdays, not yes. on Fridays. No one. Okay, the reason that is is no one wants to, no one wants to do anything on Monday because you're catching up from from whatever happened over the weekend. Yep. <laughs> so Mondays catch up. Tuesdays like your like prime release day. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday's okay. Thursday's yeah. really pushing it because that means you have one day to mm-hmm. figure out if shit's okay or not. So I've pushed stuff on Thursdays <clears throat> before, but that that one's always kind of like even that one's like a dice throw <laughs> where you're like, well, it's better than doing it on Friday, but yeah, it's better than Friday, but it's not as good as if we just wait till next week. Yeah, that one's always a little bit of a See, in my head, there. I'm just thinking like we're we're gonna move this stuff away from Fridays, and it's like really, really, you didn't learn that from Secret World. <laughs> all the times you push stuff out on Fridays for Secret World and stuff messed well, up over all, the weekend. I, I can say, like as a company, yeah. you didn't take some lessons from that. No, okay, all right. I, I can say as someone that does like release programs, right? Like sometimes there's like a a, a need to get something out. Hmm. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, absolutely, um, absolutely, yeah. You're <clears> like, well, <laughs> this isn't that big of a deal, and it's going to address a, a like a a current issue, mm-hmm. right? Especially like bug fix stuff. And the problem is, like, a bug fix patch can cause its own bugs. Right? It can, yeah. But if there's a really bad thing you're trying to fix, you're like, ah, we want to get this out now. You do want to get it out, yeah. And so that's usually where those two things butt heads is like it's friday but there's already a big problem and this will fix that problem because they they, because uh... they know that saturday and sunday will be most game players time and they want the bug fixed before yeah yeah so you're kind of like a damned if you do damned if you don't you know yeah 
Oh, they didn't fix the bug before the weekend. Oh, they fixed <clears> the bug, but crashed all the servers over the weekend. Well, what do you want? <laughs> That's why it's you like we, we talked earlier about uh, the Valentine's, the Valentine's bag. And because I, I remember when that first launched, there was oh, like yeah. a silver, <laughs> silver locket or something. That you couldn't delete. Oh, yeah. And that was on a Friday. <laughs> it was during our show. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, it, was, it, it went, was a Thursday. Or was it Thursday? It went, or it could have yeah. been yeah, it went early somehow. It wasn't supposed yeah. to be active yet. Yeah, the heart pendant. Leogrim made like new characters just so people could trade in the heart pendant and then it could delete the, the, <laughs> the character. character. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, so it was a show. Late, but it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to launch yeah. on a Friday. Well, I'm sitting um, here like uh, I forget what was going on, but you guys all of a sudden I'm like, I, I'm I'm getting stuff in my inventory. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Because all of a sudden I get the red box in front of me. I'm like, um, what? <laughs> breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Ruining people's inventories happening right now. Yeah, yeah, everybody's inventories are getting filled. Yeah, many, many, many of those got jettisoned into the netherverse. Yeah. Because it was like Leo was like standing there getting people to trade him the pendants on like a, a brand new character. Mm-hmm. And then he was putting them in the bank and then just like once it was full, just deleting the character <laughs> and then making another <laughs> one. <laughs> like, it just kept deleting them into the void that way. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, but, and the, the problem with that is because those stupid things use the quote party bag mechanic. Uh, is you can't choose whether to accept those or not. Right. They just show up. You know? If you're mm-hmm. in a garden and someone opens that shit, you're just stuck with this shit in your inventory that you can't get rid of. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about that, that's really bad. Like, you can't go... You can't go run content because you can't pick up anything. Your inventory is full of shit you can't delete that you mm-hmm. didn't choose to pick up. That's fucking awful. Becomes an issue of consent, really. Yes. We think you're going to love this. Here, try this. I wonder if that could have been fixed by just like a prompt that says, hey, do you want to accept this item or not? Of course, it'd just be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, but then you got the prompts coming up all the time, though. Right, yeah. Then the prompt would show up like every five seconds. And that would have been its own apocalypse in a way. (laughs) Yeah, that would still have been better, though, because you can at least, you know, click that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what you're like, going to be doing for the rest of the time, just clicking a prompt that keeps coming up. You would just move your character <laughs> at that point, probably, I assume. But you still got that prompt somewhere on your screen. Stop. Stop. Oh, my gosh. You're a terror. I know, right? Totally. What? It's okay. My cat is basically trying to attack uh, our stream. By reaching around, she's going up on my second monitor and she's reaching around trying to claw characters that she Get sees it. moving on the screen. She's insane. This cat is two years old. You'd figure she would have calmed down by now, but no. Nope. Nope. She's just, she, she will always be. She's a special one, this cat. I wasn't getting that. I was pushing the monitor back in place. You cat. So, yes. Yeah, so they went through that. And uh, so I guess for the next couple of days, uh, get uh more more stuff on the conan exile servers but they also announced that age of war chapter two is arriving september 21st get down get down (laughs) uh she says no 
FTL was literally knocking over my monitor. The team has been hard at work on the next big update, and we're thrilled to reveal that Age of War Chapter 2 arrives September 21st. As always, all the game content is free with paid cosmetics available from the Battle Pass and Bazaar. It's bizarre. This update expands significantly upon features we introduced in Chapter 1, experienced re, uh, revamped purges. Something I've actually never experienced in Conan Exiles. I think I'm close. From last I from last I played uh, the purge mechanic, but they're already changing it. So, yeah, they changed that a bunch. It's now it's like now you like want purges. Yeah, now it's fully a uh, a uh, opt in system. But you also you want them because you that's like how you get loot. Yeah, it's like I've been playing uh, Fallout New Vegas. Hold on. This cat, man. Excuse me. Could you go? No. Could you go? Could you not go? Can you not be behind my monitors? Could you move, please? Could you? There she goes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Get a cat, they said. It's cute, they said. Well, they are cute. <laughs> she, she is. She's adorable, but... Especially oh when they're sleeping. Gosh. She's a terror. Um. So, yeah. All right, Vollmer. Have a good night. Have a good night, Vollmer. Good luck with Kitty. Yeah, wrangling her is quite an experience. Don't go back there. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so they have uh, the public beta is currently going, a content roadmap update. Uh, in chapter one, we introduced clan hordes and improvements of combat and how stamina works. The features we're introducing in chapter two are closely linked to these changes. They've completely transformed purges into a more immersive and balanced challenge with improved rewards and control over when they occur. The attackers now have a purpose to breach the defenses of your stronghold, steal your horde, and carry it back to their camp. We look forward to diving deep into every aspect of this new feature in an upcoming blog. So it's not just to basically destroy your stuff. It's to destroy your stuff and take your stuff and then take it back <laughs> to a place where you could basically go back after it. So take uh, your stuff and then, you know, teabag your, your thralls. <laughs> They should make him do that, actually. That would be hilarious. Program it. Program it in, guys. Improved loot. With our loot overhaul, our goal is to make loot feel much more rewarding. Uh, dungeon chest with an epic weapon instead of crafting materials to make it more appropriate and convenient. Twine instead of plant fiber across the entire game. Oh, hmm. Getting rid of plant fiber, huh? Just making it straight into twine. Interesting. As you can guess, this has been a huge undertaking, but we think the results will be worth it. Uh, Battle Pass and Cosmetics, a brand new pyramid building set, will allow you to reshape the skyline with majestic pyramids. As always, you can look forward to a variety of new cosmetics, including emotes, Stygian-themed armors, weapons, pets, decorations, and more. We look forward to sharing more details about the update as we approach the launch on September 21st. So yeah, I was saying uh, um, I've been playing Fallout New Vegas, and I really, in my playthrough, I really pissed off the, oh my gosh, get down. <laughs> the cat? You pissed off the cat? Pissed. In the playthrough well, too? Honestly, it's, it's getting revenge. <laughs> go, 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 go. You go. pissed me off. There goes your monitors. Be gone. <laughs> go, move from behind my monitors. No, go, get out. Hey, thank you. Oh my gosh. Uh, but no, yeah, so we're playing New Vegas, and um, it's basically there's like the, the, the military faction, the NCR, and then there's this uh, Caesar's Legion, which is 
this other militant faction basically vying for control. And you can choose a side with one one side or the other. And, you know, they mostly pl- played out that it's like these like the 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 Caesar's Legion, they're bad. They're they're bad. Uh, the NCR itself, the 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 military also isn't necessarily great for the people, but but it's but it's there too. So sort of like the not as bad option, but still bad in its own way. And so it makes the game interesting like that. But if you really piss off one side or the other, they just start sending mobs after you. They just start sending squads yeah. to kill you. It's like bounty hunters. And, and at first it was like, holy crap, this is super tough. These guys are so hard. And it was like, why, why is this mechanic said. in the game? This is so hard. <laughs> but it's like but they're they were really tough for low level players and then as you started getting more powerful and more powerful they started becoming just like you start like looking forward to them like oh man when are they going to send another one of those squads after me because they were basically loot delivery systems to you yeah and without that loot delivery system like it you know your your supply of caps would uh You'd be like, man, I've got, you know, all the all the vendors have caps again. I don't have anything to sell. But like, when are they going to send those those guys after me? And it just turned into, right, just loot delivery and uh, gear um, improving and this and that. So it's like it really is a, a core mechanic of the game to eventually to uh, to just send send things to kill after you periodically. And I'm right. In Conan Exiles, it's that same concept with the purge. And it's like, right, because they have. You're going to kill all the guys. They're going to have gear. They're going to have loot. They're going to have this. And you're going to want that stuff. That's a good thing. This? She's going after a ketchup packet now. Oh, that can be dangerous. Yeah. She's eating worse. But she wants me to throw it for her like it's a toy. Right. You. You're crazy. Right. Anyway. So that's all the news that I came up with uh, that I was able to find for Secret World and the surrounding games. So anything else? Anything else you guys want to talk about or is that, uh, you think that's good for the day? No, I did my rant for today. Nice. I did my, uh, what grinds my gears segment. <laughs> what grinds my gears? And, and the answer is Bobby Kotick. It's part of an issue, yes. Well, agents, this has been the Zero Point Report Strain 83-DCS. Uh, you can catch us recording live every first and third Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time here on the Zero Point Report Twitch channel, where you can also join us and chat with us while we do the show live or download our show wherever podcasts are found so you can listen to us on the go. Jimmy, where can we find you online? I would say Linktree slash Jimmy the Rabbit. That way you can yes. see the 5 billion media links in one spot. Toots on Waffle, where can we find you online? I got a new one for you. It's linkapp.com. Son of a bitch. <laughs> L-I-N-Q-A-P-P.com slash two-tone waffle has all my links. Had, you had a one up it, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Being all fancy. <laughs> and I'm Ocho. You can find me uh, both on Twitch uh, and also at linktree slash Big Mikey Ocho. I'm in solidarity with Jimmy. You can get in touch with us by engaging with the show on Twitter at Zero Point Report, checking out previous shows on our YouTube channel, and joining us on our Discord server, both named the Zero Point Report. From all of us here at the Zero Point, from all of us here at the Zero Point Report, we want to thank you. I wish you all the best from the secret world. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. And this time, let's actually uh, go give Jimmy a raid.
Oh, this what? guy. Oh, I said he was very rude to our audience. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> In my defense, they deserved it. Have a great night, everybody. Yeah.